everybody. I'm Dr. Parneet Chima. I'm a medical oncologist at the Willie Moser Health System in Brampton, Ontario. I'm also cancer care director. I'm joined here today with Dr. Quincy Chu. Uh, we attended the 2022 ASCO conference this year that took place from June 3rd to June 7th, 2022. This is, this is a podcast series focusing on rare subtypes of non-small cell lung cancer. This podcast particularly will be focusing on HER2 mutations. Um, so Dr. Quincy Chu, who's joining me today, is a medical oncologist and associate professor at Cross Cancer Institute, University of Alberta, and research lead in thoracic oncology, co-lead in phase one, who will summarize the highlights of an interesting abstract presented at the meeting. And I think we're going to be, we're actually going to be discussing a trial in progress, which is one of the first times I've re reviewed trials in progress as a selection. Um, but the group of us felt that this was quite an important study to highlight. And it's an open-label, randomized, multi-center multi phase three study evaluating trastuzumab deruxtecan as first-line treatment in patients with unresectable, locally advanced, or metastatic non-small cell lung cancer harboring HER2 exon 19 or 20 mutations called the Destiny Lung 4. Uh, so Dr. Chu, why don't you tell us more about HER2 mutations and some of the, the um, insights around this uh, poster? So HER2 mutation is not a very common mutation observed in metastatic non-small cell lung cancer. Almost all of them are adenocarcinoma. Most of them are non-smokers. And there has been many drugs that has been tried in the HER2 or arena to try uh, to try to or kind of um, address this. It occupies around two to three percent of patients. But so far, none of the drugs has been particularly very effective until recently a New England Journal paper uh, published by Bob Lai using uh, trastuzumab deruxtecan in a HER2 mutations positive patients that have a reported a response rate approximately about 40% and a progression-free survival around eight months or so, which is much longer than what we have experienced so far. The drug is deemed already to be fairly well tolerated. And one of the reasons why HER2 exon uh, uh, 20 mutations, which is the most common HER2 mutations, is difficult to target is because around the exon uh, 20 right, uh, mutations, which is where it is in the deep end of the ATP binding pocket. And if we have any mutations there at the end of exon 19 and the hold of exon 20, usually insertion deletions and duplications, then it can actually change right, the shallowness of the groove and making our many of our TKIs very difficult right, to, uh, to bind. And there has been an right, attempt using antibody, which didn't work right, very well either with uh, trastuzumab uh, or, trastu uh, or TDM1, with response rate ranging from zero or to about 20 to 30%. So this one right, is really is a, a very exciting or a new development in the HER2 mutations world using trastuzumab deruxtecan. So this is a drug right, that is a HER2 antibody that loaded approximately six Deroxtecan, which is a topoisomerase one inhibitor, and which is or is sensitive or in lung cancer. So these uh, what we call antibody-directed chemotherapy will bring or uh, the cytotoxic agents into the tumor cells, and then whatever didn't use up right in that tumor cells that have this antibody bind, those uh, uh, those cytotoxic agents will spill over to surrounding cells and leading or uh, to so-called bisensitive effect. So, so far, all right, looking pretty good in terms right, of the efficacy. Toxicity is a little bit right, like chemotherapy, but not 100% like it. Uh, some um, uh, ongoing nausea, some fatigue, 
a little bit of hair loss, very mild hematological side effects, but more interestingly, it is the pneumonitis that we have to watch out. So this phase three study really is to compare this drug versus that of chemotherapy, basically platinum-based chemotherapy and then immunotherapy, which is considered as a standard of treatment to see whether it will improve the PFS or the OS as well, or as better uh, as well as to evaluate their uh, toxicity in comparison. That's great. Thank you for the summary. So I guess from this um, from this abstract, do you think that there's some impact to the Canadian um, oncologist? Should we be testing for her two mutations? So I personally think, all right, is that with this study that is going to open in Canada, and also that we should be testing her two mutations at the outset of the diagnosis of their metastatic disease. There's always a big debate in the lung cancer community is that is chemotherapy immunotherapy actually beneficial in this patient population versus that of chemotherapy alone? So having it, right, it's good. Two, right, is that even without, uh, even, right, uh, we also have to take into account is that right, in the future, right, if right, the patients have immunotherapy in the first line followed by TKI, there has been reports right, of some of the other targeted agents causing increased risk of right, uh, immune-related adverse event or adverse event associated with the TKI. So knowing it is actually good to, uh, ahead of time is actually a good thing. So I think there's some data that's hopefully going to read out fairly well soon enough with a second line setting with trastuzumab deruxtecan as a second line option. And I think based on the Destiny 1 study, based on high response rates, moving it to the first line setting compared to chemotherapy and immunotherapy, as you mentioned, not sure about how much the immunotherapy brings to the table, but that is currently the standard of care first line for her two mutated non-small cell lung cancers. So yet another mutation that we should be testing our patients for. There's trials uh, that are currently ongoing in this space. And there's also not only trastuzumab deruxtecan, but uh, we heard about other small molecules that are looking at targeting um, her two mutated non-small cell lung cancer as well. So I want to thank Dr. Quincy Chu for joining me today on this uh, podcast, and I want to thank the audience for joining in. Thank you.